baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 971 FM Talk on demand audio. Our good friend Ian Sher, I told Fred, I said there's a few people I want to visit with before Christmas. Ian, you are on the list, CBS News tech expert. The only problem is I know you've been under the weather, so I appreciate it. I hope you're okay this afternoon. I, I'm doing better. It's a process. Yeah, well, Sue's, I'm worried about Sue because she's got a little, a little gunk in her throat here. Everyone, everyone, it seems, is having that kind of swamp monster virus going around. It does seem that way. So there was a story. Did you have a chance to, to look at that story? Were you familiar with it that uh, we sent from the Wall Street Journal on this iPhone yes. situation? Yes. So uh, there, there was a story that I saw this morning. This guy stole hundreds of iPhones and looted people's life savings. And then Wall Street Journal reporter named Joanna Stern, I think she's been on the show before, she... um met this guy in in prison and the story is kind of amazing isn't it yeah i mean look what's been really fascinating and she's done a great job of covering this joanna's awesome i'm a big fan of her work is that really what's what's interesting here is that these thieves have found ways to be able to steal people's phones and actually be able to break into their bank accounts break into other uh, stuff oftentimes by being able to take their passcode, right, and be able to log into their phone. You know, they might be watching as they're in line, watch someone put in their passcode, and then just swipe the phone. And in a lot of cases, that's just what you need in order to get the access to the phone and the secure apps that are inside of it. Mm. So they go into great detail. He said that um, they would be in a bar, something dimly lit, full of people. Bars were the ideal location. College-age men, the ideal target. The quote was, they're already drunk and don't know what's going on for real. Women are more guarded because they're smarter. Let's just face it. Friendly (laughs) and energetic. That's how victims describe Johnson. Some told me he approached them offering drugs. Others said that he would tell them he was a rapper and wanted to add them on Snapchat. So he would kind of grab the phone, and then they'd think he would just input his info and hand it right back. Well, that would not be the case. He said, hey, your phone's locked. What's the passcode? And then the passcode would be like 23456, something stupid like that. And he would remember it, or sometimes he'd record people typing their passcodes. And then this this is the next step. Lock them out fast. Within minutes of taking the iPhones, Johnson was in the settings menu changing the Apple ID password. He then used the password to turn off Find My iPhone. Some victims couldn't log in on some another phone or find their phone or erase the stolen device. So this was, you know, I I don't even want to say it was sophisticated. It was just kind of using common sense here. Yeah, I mean, this is the interesting thing about security in general these days. And the journal does a great job telling that story. Is that... Really, what it comes down to is that you and I are actually the weakest links at this point. A lot of the hacks that we've seen, uh, and these are the massive ones, right? Not just people's bank accounts, but at Sony and at Microsoft and all these other places have been often because the hackers are able to trick you, me, whomever, into giving them the passcode Mm. or giving them access. And then they just run roughshod through the system. And And it's really terrible because... It's hard to fix that, right? It's really hard to change the way you and I think. Part of the thing we bring up every year at the end of the year, all the bad passwords everyone uses, right? Stuff like 23456 or your, uh, you know, your mother's maiden name or 
the you know the the date or whatever like all these types of things that hackers are able to use and then of course people use the same password in a lot of places so you know, it doesn't take much for them to be able to hack in. In this case, you know, again, the details are fascinating to me. He would, once he would get the passcode and he would lock the phone out so you couldn't find it, then he said he quickly would enroll his face in Face ID because this is yep. the quote, when you got your face on there, you got the key to everything. So that's access to other passwords that are saved in the iCloud keychain, savings, checking, cryptocurrency apps. He was looking to transfer large sums of money out. And if he had trouble getting into the money apps, he'd look for extra information, social security numbers and the notes and the photos apps. Then he'd have the money transferred. Then he'd head to the stores to buy stuff using Apple Pay. He would use the stolen Apple devices to buy more Apple devices, most Mm -hmm. often $1,200 iPad Pro models to sell for cash. So, I mean, now he's in prison. He got caught. But wow, some of this is crazy. I have a question because on Android, I don't do face recognition. I do fingerprint. Do you have that yeah. option? I have that on my on my MacBook, but I don't have it on my iPad or my iPhone. Oh, I didn't realize. Okay. Ian, what's your yeah, answer? Yeah, so that? it depends. Typically, when it comes to it, which phone you have, most of the iPhones out there are now fa- face unlock, which, by the way, in fact, the face unlock is, Apple says, is far more secure than the fingerprint unlock. Interesting. But the, the fingerprint unlock also with Android, they're using different systems, right? And so depending on which phone you have, the fingerprint unlock might act the same way or it might act a little different. And that's that's part of why this process, first off, why a lot of iPhones are targeted because they are much more standardized and easier to use, but also because oftentimes those Google devices are, you know, they've got, they've got all these different weird ways around them and stuff. Mm. Uh, Ian Share from uh, CBS News, tech expert with us. A couple of things I wanted to ask you about, and I don't know a lot about this, but I know that you've covered a little bit how some of the, and I'm not verified on X anymore. I was back in the day when they used to do it the real way, and then you got to pay for the blue check. But there's some stuff <laughs> happening with the verified accounts that are leading to the spread of misinformation. Is that what I understand? Yeah, what, what, what ended up is uh, ProPublica, which is an excellent organization, they dug deep into Twitter's data, and they were able to find that actually a small number of Twitter accounts, X, whatever you want to call it, are responsible for a very large amount of disseminating debunk claims and getting more followers. And part of what's interesting here, right, and something that, you know, the, the journalists like myself were criticizing Elon Musk over is that he's actually paying people who are paying blue check marks, right? If they have Twitter blue or what they, whatever they call it now, if they have a verified account and they have enough people checking their tweets, right? And, and re- reacting to them and using them, they get paid money. So there's actually incentive for them to post stuff that's highly inflammatory because people are more likely to click on it. Now, Elon Musk says that community notes, right, this thing that adds a little note to the bottom that says this isn't true or whatever else is meant to kind of fix that problem. But ProPublica's data showed that that system is not scaling sufficiently and it takes way longer for something to be marked as not true. And it's that old story, right? A lie gets around the world before the truth gets its shoes on. And and that is what's going on. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. Okay, one of the things that you and I have talked about quite a bit here over the last year in particular, maybe even the last six months, was all this AI stuff and ton of attention. Some of us were just trying to get our you know heads wrapped around it. That's died down. There's not a lot of talk about AI. However, behind the scenes and even in Congress, there's some stuff going on, right? 
Yes. Yeah, so you may remember that um, a few weeks ago, uh, President Biden set out this this executive order that uses the Defense Production Act, which is normally something that you use for, like, you know, making sure military equipment is there's there's enough rubber for the tires and stuff. Right. And they used it during World War Two. But he said he's using it now because he sees AI as a national security threat. And he said that AI companies above a certain size have to actually report how they're developing AI, what they're running into, all the types of stuff they're doing and all of that. Well, now that order that came around a couple of weeks ago, now the Commerce Department is actually starting to write the standards that will enforce that order. And so they're actually seeking public input. You can do it uh, right now, actually, by February 2nd to tell them what you think those AI systems should be. I personally have already told them that they should make it so that it doesn't sound like Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's my number one rule. (laughs) There you go. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Uh, All right, before I let you go, do you have any, for the last-minute Christmas shoppers listening this afternoon, any fun little tech gadgets, something that maybe isn't even that expensive that you would recommend this time of year, Mr. Tech Wizard? Well, if you have a tech geek in your life, one thing that will really, like, they might have a lot of fun with is actually buying a subscription to something like ChatGPT. And it's $20 a month. It's really fun to play with. It's a cool cute tool. And honestly, it's one of the most interesting things I've run across in a long time. You can also, by the way, they're not the only ones doing that. It's the most popular one. And it's the one I'm paying for. But for example, if you have a coder in your life, Microsoft has a version of it called GitHub. You can pay for that. Or also, if you have a friend who's a photographer paying for Adobe for a month, right, you can actually buy a gift card for that. That also will give them access to these really interesting AI tools that are just mind-blowing what they're able to do these days. Can they do a talk show uh, five days a week, three to six? Well, not yet, but they're, look, they're coming for you as fast as they're coming for me. That's okay? what worries me. You know, and uh, we've, we've talked about the pros. I think there's pros, but there's cons, and there's some concerns, clearly, about yes. this moving forward. Look, I, I, at the end of the day, I keep pointing out that the, the truth of it is that it doesn't, AI doesn't come up with new ideas. Right. It's remixing old ideas. And part of what makes your talk show and all of the talk shows and journalism out there valuable is they offer something new to the table. And so I think that even if AI is able to replicate your voice or your jokes or whatever else, they're never going to be able to be you as you're inter- as you're reacting to what's going on. Maybe, another, you know, you just kind of sparked my interest there on the um, the chat GPT gift card because you could you could do that for like Netflix or one of the if you know someone on your list Absolutely. doesn't have a streaming service and if you want to lock them into something that they're going to regret that they have that's what you would give them right well <laughs> look people love experiences and I I think it's an underrated thing to buy people access to experiences right and so sometimes I, I buy people like gift cards to to restaurants and stuff but I really like giving them new toys to play with as well. I will, I'm with you completely on that. Ian, I hope you heal up. I hope you're uh, not in too bad a shape, but thank you so much for squeezing us in here this afternoon. We know how much, um, or you know, you should know how much we appreciate all your help over this year and all the past year. So have a great holiday season. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas, all that stuff. And we will talk after the first of the year. Absolutely. You take care. All right. 
Get more at 971talk.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.